Oh, look at that. See ya. All right, let's see what's going on. Oh. Well, they're on. Are they on? Ladies and gentlemen, hey, are we live? Oh, are we live? We didn't get a count. I know we had 15 seconds. We must be. You're in. You're live. Can you hear me? Hey, welcome everybody to Settle It on the Screen. Cold opening. Cold opening. I is Michael Stroka. I'm here along with uh, Nick Houselander, my other host Glenn Updike in Skype 2. Looks like he's playing Metroid. And our guest today, Jace Hall. How are you doing, Jace? I'm okay if you can hear me. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Well, hey. I, I, we just can't see you. But oh, we um, see wait. You. He's going to make it so you can see me. Neo? Ooh, cool. No, no I'm, it's black on the, oh, on the side. They're going to fix it so you can see me. Not that there's much to see. Oh, I <laughs> well, tonight we're going to be talking with the custodian of Twin Galaxies yes. about the new uh, adjudication verification system. Uh, we've compiled questions, and some of these questions have been answered by Jace actually on the website. So he might be repeating yourself tonight just a little bit. I'm I don't. I don't you're mind. Okay with that, right? I listen. I am going to answer every question the best that I can. I don't care if I have to repeat myself. There is um, nothing but open information waiting for people. And that's it. Excellent. I can see the chat. Okay, so if you're in the chat texting, I will see it. Excellent. Good. Well, we might as well just start it off with. Yeah, we got to start. Yeah, we got With just the basic. For those of you who haven't read, and there is a very extensive uh, explanation of the new adjudication process, which you should uh, go check out. It explains it. I had to read it a couple times just because it is a lot of information. But after a couple of reads, it actually is... It's, it's pretty self-explanatory, if, if that's the right word to use. But mm -hmm. it does explain everything. But um, for those of you who haven't read it, um, Jace, do you want to explain it from the get-go or how should we do this? yeah yeah i mean do you want to just do a short summary there you are how you doing hey how you doing? yeah oh you can see oh hey look at that okay uh yes i can do a short summary cool um historically i'm gonna start a little bit let me back up a little bit so that i can frame this correctly historically twin galaxies would adjudicate high scores by having a single individual who had been empowered by Twin Galaxies uh, review a score performance, either in a live format or on a videotape format, and determine if the score is valid, and that would make it into the database. Now, inherently, there are a lot of advantages to a system like that in terms of the fact that when you're dealing with single individuals in a decision-making process that there can be bias or there can be some lack of experience or there can be there can be a whole host of, of issues that surround it 
So it, it has its pluses and then it's sort of its minuses. And it worked well for, a, well, I mean, it worked for a long time in that way. So when Twin Galaxies comes along into my custodianship, and Twin Galaxies, starting back in 81, uh, which I remember, um, has been such a flagship of sort of holding up players and their achievements um, and making them relevant and important. And so it always bothered me that Twin Galaxies struggled to live up to the total potential that it's very easy to see something like it having. And so I have a personal interest in making sure Twin Galaxies lives up to that potential for the sole purpose of video game culture and players to be able to, to have something that collectively tells society in a very legitimate way that this lifestyle, this way of living, these sorts of things matter. They're just as valid as anything that goes on in the NBA or the NHL or, or whatever. And so, uh, you know, my primary angle coming at all of this is sort of this total view. And the adjudication process is part of that total view. And uh, so I, I sort of went to, to go to solve that. That's sort of the, the starting point of, okay. of a Did that make sense? Did I miss anything? Yeah, I think so. It makes complete sense. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, this is kind of one of my first questions we had planned, of course, for you. Um, by, now, this is, this is I, I don't want to say your baby, but you are the one that has behind the scenes only access to this adjudication system, correct? Uh, right. Right. Only and, you. And which, by that meaning, you would have you would have a conflict of interest if you were competing. So this well, no, I, I cannot I cannot hold a record. I cannot put any yeah. records for myself in that. And I want to uh, uh, address what Rudy Ferretti just said, which he says, just because you played and created video games does not qualify you as an expert. Uh, yes, it does. So uh, I will challenge that statement, and I will hold to it. I am an expert in video games. Period. I don't yeah. whether whether you're an expert or not. Ferretti is not relevant because you're not designing the adjudication system. I think it's great if you are an expert. An expert that's wonderful. But I'm not comparing myself to you or anybody else. So there's no need for you to tell me. I'm not by me saying I'm an expert. It's not taking anything away from anybody else at all. Okay. So. Uh, and and, and basically, I just wanted to bring that up because you don't have any interest in a world record at this point, which I always thought in the past, in the past versions of Twin Galaxies, that anybody who's in that position to keep things honest and truthful can't have a conflict of interest. They can't be like, for example, there was always things about, well, a referee shouldn't be able to. Well, you're correct. And I'm glad that you've taken that. It, it goes stance. beyond that. It goes beyond that. Let me let me be crystal clear about this. I cannot hold a record. Period. Anybody who works for Twin Galaxies cannot hold a record. Um, I'm going to do. I'm going to attempt to break records, um, just to do them. If, but I can't yeah. be officially recorded. And, it, that, and that's just how it's going to be, and that's how it's going to remain, because it's a conflict of interest 
for anybody who has anything to do with the system itself to be able to uh, input things into it. So, yeah. th so that's okay. for, for clarity's that, purposes. Yeah, I just wanted that clear before we start talking about all these, you know, all the systems and all the, I know we have many questions and we've, we've kind of compiled them all tonight and we're going to try to go in order, but if you have a question, you know, please put it in chat. Uh, Jace will see it and maybe he'll address it depending on where we're in the conversation tonight. Um, because I know we, we, there is a lot of questions, and you have answered a lot of questions so far, but I think more in a public setting here will make it more clear. And as it, when you un, when you unveil the system and it's live, I think you know the questions will disappear at that point too. But. Okay, so give me give me some questions. Rudy has a question up, but um, I'll answer that after I answer your first question. Glenn, did you want to start, or do you want me to start? Uh, go ahead, Mike. Okay. Um, now, the way, for those of you who don't know, um, Jace has a approved, disapproved, or approved, not approved voting stature. And you can read up on that, and we'll get, we'll, get, we'll get into that. But when you submit a record, there is a evidence package. And this has been the biggest, I guess, grievance that most people don't like about your system so far. I mean, it's not live, so you really can't, you can't, you really can't judge it yet until it's live. But... They're, Twin Galaxies used to have these guidelines for what qualifies as evidence. Now that's kind of, by your new system, you're kind of doing away with that and letting the community decide what is good enough evidence. Well, like, so my okay. question is, why, why are you doing that? All right, so, so why do you trust us that much? Let me I be, don't trust us. Let me be clear about this. <laughs> what was that? Well, Twin Galaxies is going to provide guidelines and recommendations for what adjudicating members uh, can and should look for. It's going to say, it'll have a nice long list of here are the things to look out for, here are the things to consider, um, here's historically what's been done. But these are guidelines, these are recommendations. It's going to be up to a verified voting member to decide whether or not what they are being presented with they view as uh, a valid and true score performance. It's not, there, no matter what, you're either going to have a single individual who's dictating, well this is how it's got to be and making that judgment, or you're going to have a group of individuals making those judgments. Now, when you look at everything in our world, it's always a group that's deciding what is considered to be valid. Is the Higgs boson particle a valid particle? Well, the entire scientific community got together and decided that that was the case. Not one single person. So, it gets, it gets into this philosophical issue of what's considered a fact. What's considered, you know, a valid thing. Twin Galaxies will absolutely provide all the information that it can in terms of the way that it looks at things and the way that it hopes that its voting members will look at it. But it's going to be up to each individual voting member to determine whether they think something's legit or not in their own right. And, that's, and, and what you're going to see is depending on the category, depending on um, whether it's an arcade submission or a cartridge submission on a Nintendo or whatever, there's going to be different sort of um, viewpoints 
and expectations from those communities that are participating in that because you're going to see different uh, levels of expertise depending on, you know, someone who knows everything about the dip switch settings on a missile command board may not know anything about whether a Nintendo score uh, is, is valid. So, so they may or may or may not be as correct when they're trying to judge that sort of thing. So it's not being done away with. There's no, there is no change. The difference is, is the, the rules that Twin Galaxy had before that they would give a referee to, to a single person to then judge whether or not they've been followed. I'm giving that to the voting members to judge whether it's been followed or not. There hasn't anything been disposed of. Did that make sense? Okay. Or, or, did yeah, I makes or did I miss sense. anything? Yeah. No, no, that, that makes sense. No, you're not taking anything away. You're just adding two. Yeah. Right. If, if some of those things work, then they'll stay forward. And not that you get away, get, not that you get rid of stuff that wasn't working, but it just wouldn't be used quite, quite as much for obvious reasons. So to me, it seems like, and I could be wrong, this almost is kind of like, <clears throat> over the years, obviously, and as long as we've been involved with Twin, Ga Twin mm -hmm. Galaxies, even back in the day, the complaint always was, was no matter what, who was in control, they always just said, well, you guys aren't running it right. You guys aren't doing this right, you aren't doing that right. And it seems to me that you're kind of like, well, maybe they weren't, but you know what, now it's up to you guys. Is that kind of what you were going with, the, the just complete open peer review, where now it's like, now it's kind of up to us whether or not we want this to run properly. Well, it, look, the, the, this is a peer review process, but it's a highly, highly controlled one. It's not like any other peer review process that actually exists anywhere else. It's not a popularity contest. You can't do, you cannot manipulate the system via popularity. It doesn't matter how much you dislike someone if you try. It, this is looking for um, the, the most factual uh, perception based on the evidence pre presented. And you're either rewarded for looking at it and, and making the right judgment, or you're penalized for making the wrong judgment. It, it's, not, it's not about others in, in the context of your vote. If you want to build, if you want to be credible inside of the system, then you just have to actually be credible. It, it, other interests about, oh, I'm just going to help my friend out, or I don't like this guy, it falls to the wayside because it's not going to change the fact that if you're actually, if, if someone presents something that says the sky is blue, here's all the evidence that says it's blue. And you literally look at the evidence and it says it's blue, but you're like, oh, I don't like that guy, so I'm going to say that he's wrong. You're just going to, in the system, your vote is going to gravitate towards zero so fast that it's pointless. It's just, it's pointless to even do that. It's not, so the goal here. You're taking emotion out of it. it it's just, it's, it, it's, it's mechanical. It's, it's yeah. mechanical, right? It, it's, it's a highly logical algorithm, really. I mean, that's basically what it's based off of. No emotion should be involved. And when it comes to scoring anything, emotion should never be involved. Well, yeah, you, you want it to be as clinical and as objective as possible. And you want to reward people for that, for that uh, clinicality. The, the other thing that, that I, I see in the chat are like, people saying things like, oh, well, you know, the community is not that smart. Or the, the, the community is so small. And it's all this... Let me be clear about this. This system that we have can adjudicate anything. What it means is it's opening up adjudication for a number of platforms, a number of game types, a number of... Uh, so if you think that the community that exists today is going to stay at the same size, you are sorely mistaken. You are talking about a lot of people that are going to be coming in and participating. 
you're going to see dilution of the old sort of historic you know clicks that exist because gatekeepers yeah. because when when you're when you're adding thousands of people into this system it doesn't matter if you and your 10 buddies are are hate somebody the 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 5,000 new people that got added last month don't even know who these people are. They're just looking at scores, they're looking at performances, and they're trying to build up their credibility as much as humanly possible and being right. So the focus, I, I understand that Twin Galaxies community for a long time has suffered, and I, I know that it's attacked itself, and I, I'm, I'm very aware of a lot of the long-running histo historical issues. And, you know, Twin Galaxies is at fault for a lot of that. So this, is, this, this new era is going to bring in a lot of, of new activity. And if you, wanna be, if you want to be regarded as the best and be recognized by Twin Galaxies, then you're going to need to just put down some of the silliness and actually take what you're doing seriously. Mm -hmm. That's all there is to it. Or not. And just you'll see how the system will work. It, it, it's, you're not going to You're not going to collude and be able to cheat the system. I really, really strongly recommend that you don't even try because once you are caught even trying, you're gonna get banned for life. I don't, it, that, the system will just do that. You don't want to even try. All you wanna do is be honest in what you're doing. That's it. Now, I'm gonna take a second, I'm gonna look at all the chat that's flying by. Sure. Yeah, to, to try to answer questions. Yeah, if you, well, yeah, if you guys see some to, good I've questions. I'm trying to pick and choose here too. Okay, that'd be helpful if you keep an eye on the chat and pick and choose some of these questions because I want to get everybody answered. Here's one that came up. Uh, what happens if the community don't vote on a score? Let's say just too many submissions come in or it's a game that doesn't pique interest. Like, okay, okay. So or, uh, let me add one more part to that. Let's say it's a marathon run of 68 hours. How are we going to find people <laughs> okay. to really verify that properly? Well, look. Here, here's I ain't gonna watch it. I'm gonna tell you that. Here, here's here's the thing. It's not about whether or not you like the game or have interest in it. It's about there is a submission that has come in, and it's an opportunity for you to build up your credibility score. And you wanna you wanna just land on the right side of the adjudication, the winning side, right? So, it it it's taking out some of the the demotivation that you know I don't want to watch a, a Puyan game or, or like you what you want is the points out of it you want the experience out of it, the experience points out of you know if you ever played an M M MMO you know you, you sit there killing low-level creatures to build up your experience points so you can do other things with the, that experience so there's that secondly is there is a submission to adjudication ratio so you're never going to get into a scenario where there are more submissions than adjudications. It just can't happen. It load balances. You, people won't be able to submit until they adjudicate. And if all that's up there to adjudicate is 68-hour marathons, guess what? You need to adjudicate a 68-hour marathon because no submissions are coming in until it gets adjudicated. It's not going to... Historically, Twin Galaxies would, would get back-channeled, right? They'd get backlogged, and you'd yeah. be waiting, and then you get in these weird favoritism scenarios where someone gets adjudicated b before someone else who, who submitted beforehand and all this other stuff. All that nonsense has to go out. When you come to Twin Galaxies, you want to know, you want to be able to see who's the best at things, 
you want to know that if something got adjudicated in, you want to be able to look it up and say, oh, that made it in, that score is there, click that score, here's the whole evidence package, here's all the comments on that, on that score itself. This is why it got adjudicated in. It's no longer just like some sort of question. So those two, you know, obviously once we launch, launch the system, we're going to see what really works out and what really doesn't and how to change it. I'm not coming at this from an inflexible position other than the fact that I'm very, very focused on making sure that the scores we're getting are as credible as reasonably possible. And this sort of gets into one of the questions I saw Rudy mention, which starts getting into cracking open cartridges and all these other sorts of things. And what I, this is what I'm going to tell you is you can take adjudication to ridiculous levels if you want to. If, if the community really wants to start demanding cracking cartridges open, uh, looking at the, the, the physical soldering marks on the underside of an actual cartridge to see that there's been no... Certainly, you're free to do that if you want to. What I, what I believe is that, there is gotta, there, that the community is going to set its own rational line of what it thinks is reasonable and what it thinks it's not reasonable. So if you start voting, let's say something comes in for a, a Nintendo game, and you're just going to vote no on it no matter what, because they're not cracking the cartridge open, you better hope everybody else feels the same way. If they don't, what's going to happen is they're all going to vote yes if by any other measure it looks like a credible score. You'll vote no, and then when the adjudication comes in as yes, the people who voted yes are going to be awarded the credibility points and you are going to be deducted. So you have to keep in mind, now certainly you're going to be able to add to the submission and say, look, I really want to vote no on this because he's not cracking the cartridge open. But other people will respond and say, well, I think that's excessive and I, we, don't, we, we don't want to get into that. It's going to find an equilibrium. You've got to let the, the community and the adjudicators find that equilibrium where they all agree. This, I know this already works because you see it happening in the Donkey Kong community and you see it happening in any other... It's like, why is Robbie Lakeman the, the Donkey Kong record holder, so to speak? Well, they all agree. Okay. Yeah, they are. And, and when it comes down to this, this, you know, you have photographs as one of your evidence, photographs. The, the community is going to go... You can't, I mean, I gotta, I gotta be honest that the community is going to agree on this right now that no one's going to just accept a photograph because we don't know if somebody put a Game Genie in to get that score, you know, exactly. By saying those things in your comments will build, you know, everybody's awareness about you need this type of proof or this type, use this type of guideline because everybody else made everybody else aware of it. You know, for yeah, I, I just made it right there. You can't use a photograph because I don't know if you use Game Genie or not. Well, that's I mean, true. That's just Although, my, that's here's just my thought. But here's the thing. You know? Let me ask you this: If you've spent a lifetime building up your credibility as a human being and on the site, and everybody knows who you are, and they know that you are not going to cheat ever, maybe for that person who built that, they can submit a photograph, and everybody will say, "Well, in his case, I believe that it's a valid score." It can happen. It could happen. All I'm saying is that's okay. But, but you want to give people the ability to build up what they are, who they are, both as a player, 
both as an adjudicator, you're going to get experts in different fields, you're going to get, but in all of it, this time in the system, is, is um, established as records. When you have a credibility of 50,000 on Twin Galaxies, it's not something that got pulled out of someone's ass. There's actual living record of the choices that you made across a number of adjudications that account for why you're so credible in that space. And it's, you know, there are other things that Twin Galaxies is going to start bringing to bear, which is other ways to get value for your credibility um, that has nothing to do with adjudication. But, you know, baby steps. Let's get the system working. Let's get yeah. scores coming in. Let's get players understanding. Let, let the communities of each platform, of each types of submissions, um, figure out really what those standards are going to be for them. Twin Galaxies will provide the historical um, rules and the historical uh, recommendations, but that's what they are. It, it's, we've got to collectively advance. We've got to advance our game um, as, a, as players and as adjudicators, and we, you know, we want to be sensitive to these things being credible, but we don't want to be ridiculous. But I'm not, I don't want to tell you what those are. I don't want to make anybody do anything that they don't want to do. It, it's not, it doesn't work. That just doesn't, that, that just doesn't work. What I want to do is set up a system that provides the tools and enforce the tools of that system consistently so you can count on it. You'll know Twin Galaxies is never going to do that. This is, once you, because a lot of the problems that we've had as Twin Galaxies in the community in the past is, just a shifty structure. It, it's like it's hard, you know, it, it could potentially treat one person different than another. Um, and when, when that starts happening, when, when, when influence like that can start to take, uh, come at play, it just starts throwing everything out of whack. And so all of that is over. This is finished. Um, I, I want to bring the recognition to players that they deserve and we have here all the tools in Twin Galaxies to do that. I have the relationships with the media, with the various sponsors over time to help do that. But the first thing is, is I, we need to have a very solid, stable, credible system that's dealing with the adjudication in a way that everybody uh, feels comfortable with. Okay. Good. So, so what other questions? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm missing all the chat. I'm missing the chat, so yeah, I need you guys yeah, that, to... Actually, we haven't handled that well. Glenn, do you have something? I know you have something to touch on. I know you're... <laughs> to, to kind of go back, let's, and we'll use Puyan as an example. Let's say a Puyan score comes in, and it needs adjudication. And I'm not being a Puyan expert. I would kind of feel uncomfortable adjudicating that score. But let's say I watch it, and I give it the thumbs up, like everything looks good. And then out of the woodwork later, a bunch of Puyan experts notice something that I probably would have never noticed because I'm not an expert of the game. And it, I made the wrong decision voting it up, and later on the majority goes to vote it down. Would that ruin my credibility because of an honest mistake of not, me not being an expert of the game? Okay, so let me be clear. So you voted it up, everybody voted it up, and it actually went into the database, right? So, that, so, so that's the, the theoretical issue. And then later evidence comes up that shows that this was a cheat or that there's something wrong with it. Is that what you're suggesting? And then what happens there? Is that, is that the question? Yeah. That was one of my questions. Okay, so, so this, this gets into addressing something that the old Twin Galaxies almost never could deal with. 
which is, what if a ref approved a score and it went in, and later you find out that that was bullshit somehow, but, but it, there was no system to even remotely deal with that at all. So now this is going to touch upon the historical and questionable scores issue. And how, this is almost like an appeals process. And how, right? and how you deal with that, okay? Now, I had read, or someone pointed me to um, a post that Kat Despira had made about how uh, putting historical scores, making it so that they can be questioned, is sacrilegious and you know all you're going to get is a whole bunch of people who are trying to collude if you look at a score from 1983 and you go oh well that's impossible that score is way too high the fact that you think that means nothing to me it means nothing to the system prove it prove that that score is bunk because just you saying it with your lips doesn't mean anything we have to trust what the past says unless you can evidentially prove that it needs to be changed we will be setting up a system that allows that to happen it's not but at the end of the day if someone's going to come out of the database there has to be evidence for it not just a bunch of people with their lips moving all collectively saying well this has to come out even though there's no evidence whatsoever and if if the argument is well there's no way to have evidence for it um, there's just no way it's impossible well guess what then it's in the database because in the absence of any evidence whatsoever pure conjecture is not enough to move the database I have to, I have to trust the historic people who did all that work that what they put in there was correct unless you can prove it otherwise if you go oh look this Atari 2600 game we have programmatic proof that the registers can't even count that number that high it's impossible yeah, right <laughs> then yeah, that's actual that's actual evidence that's evidence that's like oh well no shit that score has got to come out because it's impossible and when the score comes out it will come out in an asterisk type of form and it will link to the evidence so people can always look and see this is why this score is not there anymore because it's been factually proven that it cannot have happened impossible does that make sense it's good right so 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 in glenn in glenn's example where he's like discovered a new thing about puyan and and something got voted in that evidence will then go into the uh the review process of the questionable score part it's a separate process and no you're not going to be deducted on credibility you're not going to be de deducted on anything for that but that score obviously will have to be addressed and the evidence that would be provided would address it. So in, going in or coming out, you need to substantiate why, it's, why this action is being taken place. It's no longer just lips of flapping. Does that make hey, sense? Hey, Jace, I was just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was, Jace, I was thinking for the... When it, when it comes to the credibility rating, what, what do you mean by that? I know it's explained and stuff like that, but for the base example of it, because to me it almost sounds like your credit score to me. Well, in a, a, in a way... Go up and down. In a way, you can think of it as money, but it's really credibility. Okay, so let me... Okay. When... Okay, so... You look at an adjudication, and you see... You're presented with this Pac-Man score. And you decide 
there's really only, as an adjudicator, all you're ever faced with is, do you believe this claim? Is it valid or not? Do you believe it? This person is saying, I did this. And they're giving you all this evidence. Accept it or reject it. Now, that's all you'll ever see. You'll not see who voted. You're not going to see how many votes it takes. You're not going to see how long the adjudication will remain over. There is no information to you other than, here is the score claim, here is the evidence, do you think it's valid or not? And when you pick, let's say, yeah, I think it's valid, and it, let's say it's Monday, right? You go, oh, I think it's valid. Then Wednesday rolls along, and you, and you see that that adjudication is still ongoing, and then you look, you look at the thread. And now in the thread, there's like five messages, and there's like four people who are experts, and they go, you know what, I don't think this is legit because, you know, at 3 minutes and 21 seconds into the video, there's this glitch, and I know how that glitch might have been caused. So I, I'm, you know, I'm calling shenanigans, potentially. You, who voted accept, can look up and see, oh, my vote is currently sitting as accept. I, based on this feedback I'm seeing here, I'm going to change it now to reject. Because the adjudication's not closed. So you're always able to assimilate as much information about the adjudication before it's finalized, right? And then the adjudication will close. You won't know when that closes or what the criteria is that closed it. All you'll know is that it has met um, the criteria to close. When that happens, the system then calculates whether you were on the correct side of the adjudication. And let's say in this case it was rejected. So you're like, man, I'm glad I changed it because it got rejected. So at that point, the system calculates how many credibility points you get specifically for your action. It's not related to other people. And when the, the system is looking at things like your general site activity, how many, like, did you post something and did it get a lot of thanks? Did it get, it's factoring in besides the base credibility that you get just for being right, it's also looking at your overall participation inside of the Twin Galaxies universe for basically bonus points. And those bonus points relate to credible contributions that you've made to the site. Not just basic activity, but there are things within the site that actually show that you've made this contribution and it was helpful and credible because others have validated through other systems that exist on the site. And so that, that kind of acts as like a subtle kicker, subtle, not huge, subtle kicker on your credibility calculation. Then those points are awarded to you and it goes into your total credi credibility score. Now, your credibility score affects how powerful your vote is in an adjudication. So it's not one for one. Your credibility is not... If you have a credibility of 1,000 points and someone has a credibility of 50 points, when you both vote on an adjudication, you're moving the vote more than they are. Why? Because you have built up credibility in adjudication more so than someone who has 50. So this is why it's important for your credibility to constantly be growing because you're becoming more and more of an expert at what you're doing and your your um, expertise is valuable when you're spending time adjudicating something 
And there's a whole computation that takes place in the system that creates a bell curve. So it's always looking at everybody's total credibility. It's like an economy. To prevent inflation and to prevent disproportionate breaks and all this other stuff, it's computing against the entire pool. So you're never going like, to... So, so real experts will emerge. Real ones that have proven that they know what the hell they're talking about. And if someone just wants to click around on an adjudication and whatever and they don't give they don't give a crap it will reflect they're not going to impact an adjudication the same way someone who gives a crap does so okay i hope that made sense that makes sense i, I guess my follow-up questions to the adjudication i don't want to i don't want to adjudicate anything i just want to submit a score my and i should my shit out of luck at that point? Do well, you'll, you'll, have to adjudicate you'll be able to submit one thing. Because everybody gets one. Okay. After that point, you need to adjudicate if you want to submit more. Okay. That's just the bottom line. I mean, I, I, I have no personal issue with it. I'm just saying that's the... No, I know. Yeah, some I know, of that's... the consensus I've got. So, you know, Weeby would only submit probably one score. What, <laughs> what game do you think he would submit it on? Donkey Kong oh, Jr.? Yeah, yeah, just Donkey Kong. No, Popeye. I look, I, I, look I, I appreciate everybody who wants everything done for free for them and they just get whatever it is that they want. I mean, sure, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want Twin Galaxies not to cost any money at all. <laughs> but that's not going to... To me, right? That's not going to happen. Do you know how much the bandwidth costs just for the site now? It goes on and on and on. I'm not asking anybody to pay anything ever. So mm -hmm. if, if it's a, a little too much to uh, help to adjudicate someone else's thing in the community and all you really want to do you want recognition from the community but you don't want to give anything back you you what you want to do is take and just have everybody say oh how awesome you are and then you're out well I, I i can't help you i can't build a system that can support something like that no and right. from what i gather you're actually trying to create an actual community Right, Not just like a message board that allows people to be dicks to one another. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, to me, that I mean, really, to me, it's almost. It sounds complicated because it is obviously the algorithm. I'm assuming is an incredibly complicated process, but the basic gist to me of this is you've created a system that just has the very simple purpose of don't be a dick, you guys. If you're not a dick and you're actually, uh, you know, logical about your process, you'll it'll work fine. Um, uh, Star Critus, enemies could rise and downvote scores unfairly. No, they can't. That actually can't happen. Well, they could try. I, this is what I can say: they can try, and it will not work, and they will wind up with lifetime bans. So. They can try, but I'm telling you, you're not going to defeat this system. There's a reason it has taken months and months of design and engineering to do this. I promise you, you're not going to simply call up your friends and manipulate the system. I encourage you to try, though, because everybody who tries will be banned out of the system, and I can clear those people out and not yes. have to worry about it. They'll, <laughs> just, they'll, just get, they'll just be cleared straight out. Sweet, dude. Well, no, I agree. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be the first two. So <laughs> we should race this. He's going to be the first kicked out. So, JC, you think we probably couldn't submit this uh, 
kill screen. Kill screen of uh, Zookeeper here with Echo on it. Well, you could submit it. I don't know if uh, Bill. Have you the, ever the, seen it? The, the peer review. Yeah, I've seen it. I, I well, you I've seen, seen the, I've seen, seen I've seen a kill screen that someone has posted up, but not in the <laughs> real okay. kill screen. You haven't gotten that. You haven't saw Echo for himself. Okay. New machine. Okay. okay. Wait, Jesquick has this paragraph. <laughs> I have a question about glitches. I use a trick in a game that I'm trying to make a record on, but I cannot tell if it's a glitch or not. It doesn't seem right to use this trick. At the same time, I feel like it's needed for smoother gameplay because sometimes I trigger this trick by accident. My question is, who decides what is a glitch and what's not? See, now here's a perfect example. Yes, that, this is perfect you, timing. You would, just you would take what you just said, just quick, and you would put it in your submission. You would straight up say, this is what I'm doing, I think that this is valid. Here's my score. What do you guys think? Here's my performance. People will consider it. People will consider what you're presenting, and they'll say, you know what? I think that's cool. That's, that's all right. That works. Or they'll say, you know what? That glitches out, dude. That, I can't. If you're going to play that way, uh, it ruins the spirit of the game. You, okay. the, 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 the review process will produce the answer for that. Okay. Now that person won't be penalized for not being approved right it won't be labeled as a cheater or anything if something like that doesn't get approved right it, it's it they're not going to be labeled as a cheater if they're specifically calling out what they're doing okay right yep. like and and you know there, there's two different kinds of of there's, there's different levels of cheating arguably okay there is point blank straight up misrepresenting what you're doing that will get you a lifetime ban no one wants that. That's out. Why don't you send it into highscore.com? Go there. The, then there's doing something that you think is legitimate, but other, view, other people view it as unfair or kind of cheating. And there's no way for you to have known that. That's a different sort of thing that, that can be sorted out. Good. Um... Where I want to go here. If people uh, agree or disagree on things like glitches, can records yeah. be placed in categories with glitches? Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, tracks can be created to Are segment the, uh, out if, if an issue be if a, if an issue like that becomes significant enough, right? So mm -hmm. so tracks can be created. Um, but you, the, the, the reason you want to avoid lots, lots of track creation is because it really dilutes accomplishment in a particular game. It's like, who's really, really the best, right? It's hard to say when you have eight different number ones. So you want to have some limitations there, but you want to do what's logical. And I, you know, I hope you get the sense that I am trying to approach this logically i don't have some kind of agenda to you know my agenda is to make the twin galaxy scoreboard the place for scores to be period that's it so my motivation and, and to make it so that when you hold the number one position it's worth something that it's valuable that people give give a crap so i you know i'm gonna i have to keep an eye on you know you don't want to make 20 tracks for something even though you theoretically could you could, yeah, exactly. You got to find out, and and that's where the, I think the community will make, you know, what they actually want to see, you know, or what, what's, what skill is involved in a video game that somebody wants to see, you know. We can right. we can make a, 
ridiculous thing. Who can jump on a Koopa the most times in one level? I mean, come on, you know, it's 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 well, a okay. it's a measurement. So, it's a measurement. Well, that's okay. So worthy? let's talk about that for a second. Okay, so okay. I I cannot officially say. I'm not saying this officially, so know that. However, I have been in lengthy, lengthy discussions with Guinness, like for for months now. Okay, they've been here. They they have been they have been all up and through the adjudication system to understand it. I can I can tell you that the adjudication system that Twin Galaxies has is is a superior system to just about every other record. Um, uh, public-facing record system that exists. So, one of the conversations was the kinds of records that Guinness keeps, the kinds of records that Twin Galaxies keeps. Twin Galaxies does not necessarily have an interest in keeping certain kinds of records in video games that Guinness does keep. They, they have some that are kind of fun, you know, they, they involve video games, but they're not score-related. Right, like how many um, Xbox titles can you balance on your right hand? Stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> record setter almost sh type stuff. Should you know, like so? Should in theory, Twin Galaxies and Guinness be working together very closely, very, 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 very soon? In theory, um, you know, there will be there will be some dividing line between certain kinds of records. Um, that will be uh, sort of Twin Galaxies' domain and sort of Guinness's. Um, but in theory, if we were working together, um, all of Twin Galaxies' records will basically be eligible and considered Guinness record um, standard upon entry into our database instantly. So, um, and then it gets into what, in theory, goes into the book every year. Um, and uh, so forth and so on. But just know that, yes, I have been having lots and lots and lots of discussions with uh, Guinness, both the United States and the UK, um, and they're wonderful people, and that's all I can say at this current time. The rest is all theory. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's good enough for now. I guess um, it kind of goes on that subject, too. Um, this is just more personal. I'm going to do my own question here. Everything else has been more for the it's community. Selfish, I, I'm going to. This is I, this is more future. But you know, you got the system all set up for us being verified. Um, this might be something that's an issue for you later on down the road, and I completely understand for you. Uh, what about multiplayer verification? Uh, multiplayer games, two-player scores, four-player scores, etc. Is there any plans for that? Are you talking about tracks for that or? Well, there are already tracks involved, but I guess how would we... Is there something in the database that's going to allow us to submit those scores well, to look, separate it, people? It, functionally, the way it works is um, Twin Galaxies needs to set up a track for something, and that's it. Our adjudication system can adjudicate anything. I mean, the way that it functions is, you know, we can put a picture of your face and say, is this Mike? And then yeah, and well, people, people can vote or not. So it, it's not so the, the the advantage of our type of adjudication system is it literally can adjudicate anything and keep a living record of it always. So dealing with two player, four player, six player, eight player, it doesn't that part is not the hurdle. The hurdle will be 
should a track be set up for something specifically. The way that you'll submit to Twin Galaxies is very simple. You'll go to the database, I don't know if you've been there, but if you click it, you can pull up a score and right there on a particular track, it has the word submit. So when you click that submit button, it knows it's, you're submitting for that track, for that platform right then and there. It, it autofills all that information and all you're left with doing is entering in your score or time and your evidence package and you can upload the video. That's it, boom. Super, super, super simple. Um, and then it, it hits the, the submission and adjudication system and the verified adjudicators can have at it. So, you know, this is designed to be as accessible as humanly possible. Can you submit a high score without sound? You can, look, you can submit whatever you want. I, I the, the, you have to see what the community is going to do to adjudicate on you. Right? I'm not like, the one thing that you cannot submit is a video that has copyrighted music in it. Don't do it. The video will be blocked. It will be a piece of evidence you can't supply. So, when, so no crazy taxi. So, so, so as long as you don't have copyrighted music in your video, you, the system shouldn't block you. Okay. So, I mean, uh, actually, Nick, you bring up a really good point there with Crazy Taxi. That that'll get flagged immediately. So that's something the adjudicators will have to realize, especially with newer games. You yeah. use Grand Theft Auto Five because me and Glenn are doing a speed run on it, right? There's a lot of copyrighted yeah. music. They turn off the music, well, which you can do on a lot of games. Yeah, if, if you can, but I'll say this. I know all the guys, that, all the companies that make these games, so part of what I will be spending time doing is getting clearance from them so that we can... Because all of these companies want Twin Galaxies to track their, their scores. So, you know, I'm in a position where I can make those phone calls and say, like, look, you need to make sure that we're in the clear on this. So, you know, and so, so I'm going to, generally though, you know, people like to play with like their music playing in the background and all this other stuff. Wear headphones. <laughs> That's all. That's good. Glenn, I don't want to leave you out. Nintendo? That, that pretty much answered, he answered my question. Like there is a lot of people that do like to listen to music in the background. Yeah, but I've been I've been recently doing speedruns of DuckTales, and my videos have been getting flagged for the music that's in the game. Yeah. So you know, also you gotta realize I will be building consensus across the video game industry from these companies, so that Twin Galaxies is exempt from a lot of that. But I, you know, I want to protect from both sides. Um, yeah, look, there's a lot of support for what I'm trying to do from game companies. Um, because these people who run these companies know me personally because we all grew up in the industry together so it's it's easier conversation to have than say you know when Walter would call or something like that but uh, um, you know aside from the you know I want to make sure all my all the questions are answered about adjudication because there's no secrets um, but I'll also answer any other Twin Galaxies questions that people might have Things about the past, things about you know the future, whatever you're wondering, I'm, I will answer. So, what do you want to know? Anybody? Yeah. No? Anybody in the chat? 
I mean, do you, you don't really want me and Mike to ask our ridiculous questions. No, yeah. no, no. Our, yeah. Our yeah, go for it. Been, we, Bring no, it. No, don't. You need that one, Nick? Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, if for those of you who watch the show know that a common segment on the show is we, uh, we not just me, mm-hmm. we like to talk about Echo the Dolphin. Is, do you think Echo Dolphin is the greatest video game system or greatest video game ever or just the greatest video game character ever? No, the greatest video game ever is Jaws on the NES. Oh, oh nice. nice. You like that one? No. Josh just eats Echo in like the first in the first we, board. We, uh, we actually shown artwork yeah, of that. Yeah, There's yeah. actually a picture of Jaws. Actually got the best Echo, which I mean, there were, brains can only get you so far in this world. Yep. Th- there was there was Jagged a question. There was a good question asked, which was, um, do do we only accept like number one position submissions or what's the limit and all this other stuff? Um, so. The, the database as engineered now can literally keep track of all scores as many as get submitted. So we'll have, we can have number one to number 10,000 in our records. Um, another thing that's coming down the pike after a few other things that we're working on is submit a submission for a, a skill rating. Okay, instead of uh, a record Instead of, uh, here's my score, where do I place in the record, there's, hey, I'm not really trying to go for a record, but watch my gameplay and give me some sense of how good you think I am on a certain scale. And what that will start to do is create what uh, will eventually evolve into a a video game player athletic index for genres and for categories. And you'll be able to compare players who've never played the same game um, their relative video game skills against each other. You'll be able to do statistical analysis to be to, to be like, well, what would happen if uh, you know John Petrick met Rudy Ferretti in a game of you know the Smurfs on the Atari 800? And so you'd be able to have some really fun stuff. But that will also start to lend itself towards very specific annual awards. Um, hmm award shows and you know uh, things like that where you can maybe win your Walter your gold Walter day <laughs> yes. uh, you know like the so, Smike award yeah now and then there's there, there's stuff even further out um, because I'm gonna try to explain this it's gonna take me a while to implement this but basically I believe people who achieve in video games um, Our society needs to recognize the achievement that it is. They don't understand how hard some of these things are, and they don't reward, society doesn't reward players for these levels of achievement. Like, there's been more more people who've gone around the the moon. That's why me and Nick do our show. That's why we've been doing the show for the past four years. Yeah, so so how does Twin Galaxies do that other than you know getting some media attention well i want you to imagine like the equivalent of a twin galaxies club card okay and when you go to you know pay like a 7-eleven you go and you bring all of your sodas and your drinks up and then they ring it up and they say it's 25 dollars then you give them your twin galaxies club card and they run it through and that actually accesses the twin galaxies database and it says that you are the number three record holder for Donkey Kong. And because of a deal that Twin Galaxies has with 7-Eleven, uh, you're going to get 35% off 
your purchase at anything that you buy at 7-Eleven because you are the number three holder of Donkey Kong. Do you, so so oh. you, you have to understand that this is something that's very real and it's something that's very achievable and well within my wheelhouse. There, it, it, it's, worth it, it's worth it to 7-Eleven to cut a deal like that because how many number threes are there in the world? World, yeah, right? that's true. Maybe, Maybe a thousand people across a thousand games or something like that, right? Yeah, maybe I should stop destroying Donkey Kong uh, motherboards. Yeah, dude. I, mean, I burn one every there, week. There is an upside. I'm trying to bring up the value of Donkey Kong exactly. machines. Oh, maybe I should use them now. Right. So, so, so there, there's a. I can clearly see how if if you're the number one world record holder in a particular title. Let me give you another example. Like I'm I'm friends with various celebrities, right? Like, and I like using Rick Fox as an example because he plays a sport. And wherever he goes, he gets to cash in his celebrity. Why? Because people recognize him and they know, oh, he's Rick Fox and he did this. And so, you know, he gets the best table, he gets uh, free food, whatever those things are. Well, if you're number one in, you know, Dig Dug, no one knows that. It's like, how do you... So, so I, wanted to, I want to create a way for that value, the same celebrity value to translate. And it, I think I can do it with like a Twin Galaxies type of card, right? You cut a deal with um, Visa or whatever, you know, a company that specializes in producing those cards and has the database and all that stuff, and we build the back-end access. But then you're number one in Dig Dug, and then you walk into a restaurant, and you, you get the bill, and you put that card down there, and your meal is like 90% already paid for because of it. It's a way for your celebrity to translate to actual benefit to you as a player. All that time you spent mastering your game and being number one uh, actually has amounted to something. It's a very real thing that everybody will understand and it's worth it to companies and advertisers to get involved at that level and it does not distort or taint Twin Galaxies adjudication or credibility and it doesn't basically sell out or commercialize Twin Galaxies. It is for the players. It's not for Twin Galaxies. It's for the players. All of video game industry is set up to reward games in themselves with Game of the Year or the developers with Developer of the Year. But it's the players that are making everything valuable. It's the players that are buying the games. It is the players that are talking about everything. What kind of appreciation do they get? Zero. Zero is what they get. And I've had it. Obviously, I've had it because I've acquired Twin Galaxies and I'm going through an entire restructure and I'm spending more money than has ever been spent on all of Twin Galaxies from the beginning. So I'm telling you that I'm quite serious about this and I want the community to stop attacking itself, to stop... Disp a lot of this is because of all the despair and all these promises in the past and all this stuff. I get it. But now is the time, I'm quite serious, for the community to say, all right, you know what? I'm going to believe once more. I'm going to... All of that disappointment that I've suffered in the past, and very few people will understand that disappointment, but let me tell you, I understand it. Um, all of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk my emotional well-being again and I'm going to get behind this and I'm going to participate because I believe. 
I don't know what else I can do to help people make that transition. Some people might forever be stuck in the past. I don't know. All I'm going to tell you is, is that this train is going to go and it's going to get big and it's going to be inclusive of not just the core community, which a lot of people refer to as the originals or anything like that. They're very valuable, um, but it's going to get much, much bigger. A lot more participants, a lot more games, a lot more inclusion. We can think about this. The adjudication system can adjudicate a mobile phone game. It is capable of adjudicating it, and there can be a community around how that is done. Because obviously it's, it's challenging, right? So, but how many people are playing mobile Candy Crush or something like that? And wouldn't it be great to be recognized for that? So it's going to be expansive. And in theory, if Twin Galaxies and Guinness are working together, the press releases, the upshot of, of that involvement, once again, is going to go out to the masses. And the masses are going to be interested and they're going to come to Twin Galaxies. And guess what? For the first time, it's going to be able to adjudicate anything that the masses want to bring in to, be adju to adjudicate. It's going to be able to answer the call of, hey, I want to participate. How do I do it? And everything's going to be super simple to do it. So it's going to have an impact on how we roll forward. And the system, thankfully now, it's, it's going to load balance itself between submissions and adjudications. So I want to mm -hmm. welcome everybody who gives a crap about video game playing who understands the fun. See, that's, that, you know, and that, that's, the, that's the thing, Mike, is chasing scores is fun. The whole yes. thing of this is about having fun. Fun, yeah. I want to put the and, fun. And, that, and that's, that's been lost for so long. God, you know, it kills me dead. It's, it's, so, so understand that I'm interested in getting that fun back. It was so fun to go to the arcades and play. And, and to all of that... It's, it's, it, it's there and can be captured once again. And there's just this enormous opportunity. And this, to me, is what esports is. Esports is yep. what Twin Galaxies is. Things like League of Legends is a subcategory of esports. Yep. The team play and all that other stuff, it's great and it's wonderful. But it's not very approachable for your mom. Right? She's, not, nope. she's never going to watch a League of Legends tournament or a Dota nope. tournament and go, oh, I want in. That's not going to happen. But she might play Bejeweled or Flappy Birds or something, and imagine that. And she can participate now in, in, in the community at large. And mm -hmm. she can, that, that's fun and it's interesting. And so that's what I'm trying to do as the custodian of Twin Galaxies. And, and that's, I just want to bring on the thing. Well, oh, Mike, you always stick by Twin Galaxies. That, that's why Twin Galaxies is such a great thing. It, it brings everybody in on different levels. That movie, King of Kong, was the best and worst thing that ever happened to Twin Galaxies. But oh, yeah. what it did for everybody and goes, I can have that little piece of history. I can be a little bit of something. Like you just said, your mom could be the best on Bejeweled or... Someone can be the best on NHL 94. That, that little piece is what Twin Galaxies brings us all together and what makes it really fun. And that's why I've always stuck by it, just my little personal thing here, I guess. The original uh, okay. mission statement right. is a wonderful mission statement. It yep. really is. Mm -hmm. uh, um, okay, so I'm getting main questions in here. And yeah, I want to bring that uh, up. I'm, I'm going to bring it up. because on that or well, that, anything? Okay, let me, let me be clear because there's clearly a misunderstanding. Let, let's back up. I have an engineering background. 
I can program a computer in five different languages. There's nothing mysterious about an IMP file at all or MAME itself. I understand it completely. No one's going to sit there and tell me what an IMP file can or cannot do. I understand WolfMain. I understand the differences between all the different versions. So let me be clear about that. So when I'm talking about emulation, I know what I'm talking about. Now, and, and even a, a WolfMain IMP file can be modified. I know, I can look at that thing and I can do it. And I'm not even like Captain Super Hacker McProgrammer. An IMP file is useful. I agree. It is a useful piece of information to have along with all of the rest of the evidence. Um, a video performance is also useful. There's been some concern about IMP files. You are able to, in your submission, attach an IMP file to your submission. You can provide it. It will be there for adjudicators to utilize if they want to and consider as part of your evidence package along with video. I highly, highly recommend you submit video and not just an IMP file. Do both. I, I recommend everybody, when you're doing a submission, provide all that you can, everything that you just can. If you can't, then you can't. If you can, then do it. It's just whatever you can. You know, do whatever you can to prove your worth. Like that's it. Some people say. Some people say, "Well, you got I hear from some people, I should have a, I should have a camera on my TV, and I should show up, hooking up my system and turning on the power button to make sure I'm using the right console. Do that. If you do that, so will other people. And the more people who do that, the credibility will go up, and there'll be reasons behind it. Or some people say, do a Twitch stream with a camera on me, so they know who the you know I'm the actual person playing the actual game on the direct capture. Do it. If you do that, so will everybody else. So it's kind of everybody needs to, you know, participate in a very I can't think of the word right now, but not organized. Cohesive, but, uh, kosher, cohesive all together. Uh, yeah, all together. If we all prove our worth on a higher level then so does everybody else all right shadow clone first of all hello bojangles there's your shout out shadow clone wants to know if we're going to make it so people can only vote once are you going to make it so people can't make multiple accounts are you going to lock their ip after voting once okay so number one only verified users can vote now verified users are users that we have identified we have their phone number, we have their uh, full name, and we have their address. And what's going to happen rapidly when we start going through the verified users to triple and double check these accounts, which will happen constantly, anybody who's not verified will immediately lose their verified access. Um, their IPs are part of it, but there could be more than one person living at a place that shares the same IP, so you don't want to block that out. But the people who are voting are real people who have really stepped up and volunteered their information and Twin Galaxies will have it. This is important because the records that they make, in theory, if there's a relationship with Guinness, though that's the name that's going to go into the Guinness Book of World Records. That's why we need to have real names. You cannot be Mr. X in the Guinness Book of World Records theoretically. So um, everybody will have one account. If we find somebody who has 
created more than one account. And we have ways of determining that. Over time, it will take time, um, they will get lifetime banned. It's just that simple. So they can play with that and whatever they hope to get out of that, that's great. But just understand that lifetime bans from the system, uh, you're, there's no coming back from that. I highly recommend that you do not try to game the system. Some people are going to try, and when they get banned, they will find that there is no way back. Twin Galaxies is not a public company. It is not a utility. It is a private organization, and it doesn't have to do anything that it doesn't want to do. So if it bans you... It is it, it, in LCC, if, I, if I'm correct, right, James? Nope. It's not even that. It is actually a division underneath HD Films. I am highly impressed. I was under the impression it was an LCC. Congratulations, good sir. So it is not going to be subject to the whims of any sort of outside source. So don't get banned. Just don't do it. Because I'm telling you, it's going to be for life. Because if I unban someone who's got a lifetime ban, guess what? I've got to do that for everybody else. Not going to. I don't even need that kind of hassle. So once that happens, you're out. Go play on Record Shedder or Highscores.com. Go somewhere else. So my recommendation is just have one account. Just be on the up and up. That's why people are at Twin Galaxies anyway. They want a place that's valid where they can submit their stuff and know that everybody's serious about what they're doing. There's enough clown situations elsewhere that's why you come to Twin Galaxies. If you want to go horse around, just do it somewhere else. It, it doesn't, it's, this system is, I mean, that, that's just where I'm coming from on it. What are my thoughts on the portable gaming console culture? And then the, it, the text left. I, I couldn't get to the end of the question. <laughs> right. go, uh, Rudy wants to address and ask a few questions. Rudy, feel free to ask questions. I guess here I'll, I'm just gonna go real quick. What about uh, we want? Okay, we, Twin Galaxies has kind of been shut down for two or three years. What, what's gonna? What's I guess? What's the process going to be um, for like new scores? How, how is, for example, a Wii U game? There's no Wii U in the Twin Galaxies database. How how is how how is that gonna evolve? Okay, so now you're talking. That's the creation of new tracks and platforms issue. Yep. Okay. Uh, my, my answer to that is I don't have a complete answer to that. I've, okay. been, I've right. been just sure. focused on trying to get what was there up and running and functional and going before adding new things to it. But in the end, um, I want Twin Galaxies to basically add all new games as they come out and have a process of determining with the community what tracks are important to start out with, right, and have some sort of, have some sort of um, uh, grace period from the time that a game comes out to, you know, how many months goes by before, okay, now we're taking scores because people have developed enough experience on the, that, that particular game to have a reasonable conversation about what tracks make sense for that game. Because you just don't want to come up with you know stuff that doesn't matter you want it to be exactly you want it to be uh legitimate tracks that make sense in the context of that game so you can't just brand new game comes out and the next day here are the tracks that's not that, that's not going to be comprehensive yep. or, or thoughtful there's going to be a time delay between a brand new game and an actual track creation so that when the twin galaxies tracks come out there's been discussion uh and, and there's been some thought